0: Please join with me in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, again in this season of epiphany, we see your son Jesus Christ revealed to us, revealed to a world full of sin and disobedience, revealed as a savior who comes to make a difference to change lives, to change history, to open up heaven for us. And yet one who comes not as a king to lord it over, but as a servant who gives his life. Father, we pray by your word and your spirit, make us your servants. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. servant, when we hear the word, what is it that we think? Perhaps we think of someone who might clean our house or make our bed. Maybe we think of those episodes of Downton Abbey with all of the servants in the estate. I doubt that when we hear the word that the first thing we think of is Jesus. And yet that's exactly who our Savior is. He is a Savior who came to serve He's the one who, who healed the lame, who made the blind to see, the deaf to hear, who raised the dead. He's the one who came, who very deservedly could have sat in a palace with a throne of people and a throng of people all around him. Worshipping him as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He came to wash dirty feet. He came to mingle with tax collectors and sinners. He came to suffer for us. A suffering servant who comes to lay down his life, a servant who comes to take our sins upon himself so that we might be washed clean in the blood of the Lamb. He is that servant Who is pierced and bruised in our place? He is the one that God sent into this world so that the sins of the whole world might be laid upon him and taken away from us. See, our servant is a savior who walks alongside of us, who is there to carry us when challenges are before us, a servant who did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but rather emptying himself, humbled himself, and took upon himself human flesh. That's what we celebrate in this season of Epiphany, that God became flesh to dwell among us, full of grace and truth with the intent of not only dwelling with us but going to a cross to suffer and die for the sins of the whole world. That's the heart of our servant king. That's the heart of our king Jesus. The one who came to die for us. So, what does he call us to do? When he washed the feet of his disciples in the upper room, he said to them, Even as I do this to you. Do it for one another. For by this all men will know that you are my disciples by how you love one another. Paul says it in this way. He says, let your mind be the same as that of Christ Jesus. In other words, understand that what God is calling us to in Christ Jesus our Lord is to model our Lord to the world, to help people understand that true faith is all about living Christ in a servanthood. A servanthood, you see, that comes and flows not from our hearts, but from the power of the Holy Spirit, working through us so that as we live as disciples of Jesus Christ, we are of one heart and one mind. And we do that by being a people who are focused on the word of God, who are learning and growing in that word and who understand exactly what that crown of thorns means and what it means to have a heart that's not so focused on ourselves that we lose sight of that which Christ has called us to do and to be. The words echo throughout the Gospels, we've heard them all, that being a disciple of Jesus Christ is all about taking up our cross daily and serving Him in all that we do. And yet as human beings we struggle with that. We struggle with the idea of what does it mean to be a Christian in our world every day? To have that, that servant heart. To love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And to love our neighbor as ourselves. Often we go through the tasks of the day. The routines that we have established. The patterns of our work. And we do it all without even giving a thought. to how we are serving Christ in all of it. We often live as if we serve Christ on Sundays and we serve the world and ourselves the rest of the week. And so the question is, how do we change our mindset? How do we become more Christ-focused in all that we do? It is an attitude of being in the word. It is an attitude of being in prayer. It is an attitude of beginning each day with perhaps words like this, Lord, it's a new day. Help me to be your servant. Open my eyes to the opportunities and help me to have your heart in all that I do and say. Let me tell you, when you do that, the devil is going to be there trying to dissuade you, distract you, to move your heart and mind off of Christ and on to the things of the world, to look at the tasks before you and to grumble, complain, and groan, whatever they might be, or perhaps even to enjoy them, but to do it in a way that Christ is far removed from thoughts and even from hearts. It's a challenge to be a disciple of Jesus Christ every day in our lives. It's a challenge to be a witness to him in the world that needs to hear the word of God in all of its truth. And yet we do it not only by preparing ourselves by being in the word and prayer and in devotion to Christ, but we do it in action by loving those around us, even those who are difficult to love. Even those who in our own minds we might be Judging wrongly. To serve Christ. That's, that's what God calls us to do. To serve Christ. Not just in our worship together, not just in our Bible studies together, to serve them each day. Look at the pattern of Christ himself in the Gospels. Did he serve people just on the Sabbath? Did he serve them just when it was convenient? Did he serve them just when he felt like it? Or did he serve them when he had compassion, when he was full of love. That's the challenge. The challenge for us is to develop and to grow a servant's heart. A heart that's not so self-focused and world-focused but a heart that's focused on doing the things of God. A heart that's focused on serving a Lord who went to a cross and who suffered and died in our place. And a heart that's focused on letting people know that they are loved by him who died for them. To develop that servant heart takes a discipline. That's why we're called disciples. To develop that servant heart is to rely upon the Holy Spirit to guide us and to motivate us. To develop that servant heart is to be Christ-focused, intentionally. Where do we start? Right here in worship. Understanding that in worship we are bound together as brothers and sisters to mutually support each other. To encourage one another to hear and to be fed by God's word and by the sacrament. It starts in worship knowing that we are called by the word and empowered by the word daily. It starts by understanding that we can serve one another in love, and as we do that, to extend out to the world, to serve one another, but to serve the world around us, as the disciples learned to do. Celebrate. Celebrate the servanthood that we have. Celebrate the fact that Christ has put his name on our hearts and in our lives and called us to live as the scriptures remind us, no longer for ourselves, but for Christ who died for us. Your heart, your mind, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. That's what Paul reminds us, that we are his servants in word, in thought, and in deed. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.